I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Do you know how many bowls of regular inflation you'd need to eat to equal just one bowl of high inflation? It would take over 30,000 bowls. You'd need to eat 10 bowls a day every day for eight and a half years. That's a lot of Bidenflation. If you love Bidenflation, try Fruit Loops and Raisin Brain. Raisin Brain may lower IQ up to 70 points. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast, the first one of 2022. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. As always, I'm driven my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing today, bro? Uh, I'm okay. Mentally, I'm there. Physically, I'm not. My body's sick. Um, you know when you don't like work out very, like you don't do any activities, it's like way easier to get sick. And have you noticed that or felt that? Yes, for sure, hundred percent. That's why the gym. Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I've just been, yeah. They shut everything down here, and then it's unusual amount of snow, so we can't even um, go out or anything. I've been like, I've become a comment guy. It's, that's what it's led to. Like, I'll be making comments. You know, we bump into each other in a comment section. <laughs> Essentially. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NBA young boy shit. Yeah, we saw, that's so, and like, saw a meme. And like, the odds, like, I don't know. I feel like do you and your friends comment that much on like big meme pages? Not, I mean, I do. I you might necessarily. Pop shit for that too. Yeah, but on my personal page, I would say I comment, but I wouldn't say my friends or I'd say my acquaintances do. Like, people I know of, like, they'll do it, but I wouldn't say, like, my close friends do, per se. Yeah. So. Anyway, so, yeah, well, I bumped into you, and during this whole period um, of being, like, locked inside, I've literally just been in my, like, I'm, I've just been in my room, because I don't know, whatever, um, <laughs> uh, that I've been commenting, like, crazy on shit. And you know when you, like, hit one out of the park and you get a bunch of likes and that yeah, 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 and yeah. like you're like feeling kind of good about yourself you check it every couple <laughs> hours and all the likes pile up um look how many so, people agree with what i fucking yeah, said yeah, i'm a man like, like, like oh, amazing <laughs> and then especially when you hit the covid one and you just like because you can get so mad at people and you're curing covid and you're the only smart person existing so i hit a bunch out of the park early on um during the christmas holidays got a bunch of likes and they're piling up i felt like the fucking like king and then i realized like two weeks later i'm still doing it uh and <laughs> and at some point you and then you forget that like your friends can mostly like you all kind of follow the same meme pages and stuff so like people are probably like man like gabe's really unhinged like i've seen him in every comment page like he's on every meme thing on world star and stuff like that so 
I've got, I've, I've been trying to reel it in as my New Year's resolution <laughs> is to not be as unhinged in comment sections. Um, oh, so that's where, I, that's where I put a lot of my <laughs> mental focus. Right I, like we said, we're shooting, we're shooting real low for um, 2022 aspirations and resolutions. Like I'm not going to disappoint myself this year. So I'm just keeping it low. Like don't get in too many online arguments <laughs> and things like that. I'm not like aspiring for anything like to go to law school or something like that. So I'm, I'm keeping it real, real low. And so far it's working for me. Keeping my aspirations like very, uh, you know, and you know what I've started doing too. That's helping. Um, well, not started doing, but I'm I'm getting back in the dating field, and I'm really, really, really just going for personality here too. So, and it's, it's I found it's made me happier as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just uh, like yeah. It's, so wait, uh, you it's aiming like, mostly personality, or like obviously looks still matter. But even, you're just saying like, that you, even, you're just saying you're prioritizing personality more, like so more than, than ever. Like I've always been. Like I've actually been a person. Like I can't really spend time with like whatever. But I'll I'll entertain good looking girls just for the sake of it. Because like whatever. But now I won't. Because <laughs> they're good looking. Like, yeah, just be, like I just won't. Like I don't have time for it. Like I want to, you know, I I want something nice and healthy and stable and someone I can get along with. So I'm I'm not like entertaining people. I know I won't have anything or like long term or that. So it's very mature. And that's that these are my aspirations for 2022. So I think that's pretty low bar. Uh, this is it, I mean, the dating one's not that low bar. It's pretty it's it's a high bar either, but I mean it's a step in the right direction. So oh, for that's sure. a that's a positive. For sure. The other and one is definitely very low bar, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to avoid, to avoid the comment section. Yeah. I like how that's you spent your Christmas vacation, too, is like becoming the king of the comment section. Yeah. It was the biggest <laughs> highlight of your Christmas vacation. Even though, like, we were not this year, Christmas wasn't really Christmas. Like, I, I'm not embarrassed about it at all this year because this year wasn't like no one did shit. Yeah, like, there New wasn't Year's, really no that much of a holiday anything. spirit. Like, it was very died down. Nothing was really that popping. Even the Christmas music, I didn't really hear much Christmas music before I left, so it couldn't have been, like, yeah, that it was, much. Honestly, I was so shocked at how, like, so many people didn't do anything on New Year's in that, too. Like, I, I'm full... I hate New Year's, so... But, um, honestly, the... The... What's it called? The lockdown here made the holidays way less stressful for me because like i always feel like i should be doing shit but sometimes i just want to be lazy and whatever and stay in bed all day and everyone was doing that like you couldn't go anywhere gyms are closed all that so i didn't get that like anxiousness of like having to do all these things and like all these uh, like usually there's christmas like parties and stuff people want to do and like lockdown sorry man can't risk covid so i was uh, the lockdown made it really easier so i didn't even feel that much shame doing the comment stuff but i was like okay i got now that we're back to the real world, like, I got to get out of that habit. The Toronto one was weird to me too, though, because we weren't locked down until after New Year's. So it was not really shocking. I kind of figured that because of the cold weather and the fact that it's a holiday, people kind of probably were already winding down. So like New Year's probably wasn't going to be that big. I know people went to um, Nathan Phillips Square and did that whole shenanigans. Oh, yeah. But outside of that, I didn't see any... I don't think people were, were pining to do parties with Omicron fucking out there and shit. So a lot of people just kept it very low key. But New Year's is overrated anyway. So I it's mean, the most it's not really fucking like I hate it and I'm never yeah. doing anything <laughs> Every, again. Unless it's been a house party, everyone that I've decided to go out to in like in Toronto or Ottawa has been absolutely atrocious because you end up paying way more money than you normally mm-hmm. would. And you end up just standing in line or having a shit time where you don't even get into the club at a reasonable time. And it's just a terrible experience. So going out is definitely very overrated. I think having a house party, though, is way more the motive. Like, I would rather go to someone's house and celebrate New Year's. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'd be down for that. But, like, once you get to – people don't have house – like, there's that – like, as you get, like, adulty, then there's, like, the couples one, like, the 34, 35, like, age. But that – like, kind of, like, 27, 28, 29 – is there's people aren't really having house parties. I mean, they, maybe this year and stuff, but New Year's people still want to go out. So it's like, uh, but like when we're 20 and 19, we always have house parties. But once you're like an adult, everyone figures you have to spend money like 
one year I took a limo and stuff. I said, like, why the fuck are we taking a limo? Like, I, like, why am I in a limo paying a hundred dollars for this? Like, it was insane. Yeah, that's a scam and a half, bro. Yeah, I don't know uh, whose idea that was, but that was a stupid idea. Bro, I went with, so I went with like these 20 people in a limo that I didn't even like. It was my girlfriend at the time. And she, we all had to take a limo and I, we go to this like fucking country club thing. The whole night cost me so much. I was like, I hate this. I was so drunk. And my other friend called me. He's like, yo, like Steve's having a house party. You want to come? I was like, yep. So I get out. I go in the limo, take the limo by myself and leave the 19 other people at the party stranded there. Um, wow. completely alone and I show up to a house party with a limo and the girlfriend broke up with me and never talked to me again so yeah that's not a surprise <laughs> New Year's New Year's is the worst time ever so um, every time I'm staying I'm, I'm good I'm Gucci yeah you confirm New Year's being shit for those 19 people they probably <laughs> they probably hate New Year's because of that <laughs> that's their that's their that's their uh villain origin story after that fuck yeah. new year's oh my god man this single it was too it was like it was all these like rich like area like oakville like equivalent of that um kids too so that was the only black dude i was like stole their limo oh my god stranded. yeah so, and they didn't even really know me they were like my girlfriend's friends so it was it was a great new year's for me though showed up at the party solo in a limo <laughs> looked balling as fuck now they hate black people too on top of the fact yeah, that, no. uh, that New Year's was atrocious. Yeah. They hate New Year's and black people. <laughs> That's all they need. You just need one like one story, one excuse to pin on a race and you can be racist oh, for know. a while. Like it's all yeah. That's people's That's excuse. Why- that's why they love YouTube comments too, because they'll find like a news story where like it's a black person, but like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> they did it. Just something to confirm, just something to yeah, confirm exactly. their bias that one time. That's all they need. They'll no- ignore every other like white person committing a crime and like I knew it though. That's why I always hold doors open and tip because I'm like, I'm not gonna be the one reason this person hates Yeah, this. man. I always go I always go above and beyond in those situations. <laughs> Especially with Even, old people. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I make sure to open the door and all that and let them out first and stuff. Yeah. Um just shucking and driving. Just, so, yeah, just yeah, I know. <laughs> just so they don't have that mentality, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, uh, it's crazy! Fucking engraved there. Yeah, I'm just like, here you go, Amasa. It's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the door open, like make a mess. Shine your shoes. <laughs> Shine your shoes. Oh, here you go, ma'am. <laughs> Anything else I can do for you? <laughs> Clean your gutters. Yeah. yeah, like that's how fucking internalized it is, man. That we're like, we're like, literally, they'll see some old people, like, oh, they'll be like thirty feet away. I gotta hold this fucking door. <laughs> yeah. like, shit. Like, you know, and just waiting for them to come oh, Or like they pop off and do some rude shit. I'm like, I can't even say anything. Like, I'm just, and that's the thing too. I can't be the angry black guy in public. Like, I feel so bad. Yeah, I always yeah, like, yeah. apologize. <laughs> like, sorry. Like, there was a guy making a scene in the ice cream shop a couple months ago, and no one would say anything to him. And he's being so rude and fucked up. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, this guy, like, you know what I mean? And, but everyone's so timid. So I went up to him, I like, grabbed him by the neck, and, like took him out and stuff. And I went back in the ice cream. Like I did everyone a favor. And they're like, I'm like, I'm so sorry, you guys. Like, I'm not usually that angry and violent. <laughs> like I am, but I did every like everyone was like, oh, like, no, thank you so much. But yeah, I, was yeah, so no, I think it, I think in that I situation so you were in the right. Yeah, but I was still, I like obviously when I and then when I face him, I'm like, fuck you, but like I have to get like tough, if you know what I mean? Because he's some cracked out guy. So I'm like, I gotta go full, like, what's up, nigga? Like, you know, like type thing. And then, and then I get his ass out. I get his ass out and I come back in. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, I am so sorry for that. Like, I, I don't usually get that mad. Like, why don't you guys go ahead and get the ice cream ahead of me? Like, I am so sorry. And like, I was doing them a favor, but I felt like I had to apologize. The guy gave me free ice cream and stuff. It was nice. But I was like, the fact that I can't even like get angry in front of people for a reasonable thing. I was like, okay. That's a tangent. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in that same boat too. Like I always internalize that stuff to appease the masses in those situations, <laughs> just so that they don't view me in a certain light. Like, I expect them masses? to masses in the masses. <laughs> Jesus, I, 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 I don't go that far, bro. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I know I shuck and jive a little, but not that much. <laughs> How internalized is it, homie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, this is uh, episode 114 of the Pops Culture Podcast. 
As always, guys, if you do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms, especially iTunes. Leave us a review. Give us a five stars. Really helps us get found in the algorithm. So we do appreciate that. I guess we're going to start off this episode with, uh, I mean, that was a long tangent. I did kind of want to just talk about Christmas vacation and stuff. You kind of gave your story on what you were doing. Um, for those of you don't, that don't know, I ended up going to Ghana for the Christmas vacation. Not going back because I was born in Canada. But yes, I do have, uh, my parents are from Ghana. My mom lives there currently. So that's who I ended up staying with. The crazy thing about this whole story, though, is that I almost didn't even go on this trip, um, which would have been absolutely devastating. Like it came down literally to the last minute and well, not minute, but last day and like last second for me to be able to even go on this trip. Okay. Uh, well, prior to so I had to apply for a visa to get into Ghana because that's one of the countries that you need to do do that process for. Uh, and when I'd sent in my application, I had sent it in without my passport because I assumed that you didn't need the passport. I thought that the visa was just a separate document and they would just send that document to me. But it's actually involved with using your passport. So I sent my passport. So they called me to contact me and be like, hey, we have your application, but we don't have your passport. So you have to send it back to us. So I sent them my passport, but dumbass me decided to do it via regular mail because when I sent them my first application, I was like, oh, it got through like relatively quickly through regular mail. So they'll get my passport through regular mail too. And I have to do this as soon as possible. So I just sent it through regular mail, but I should have done it through tracking. So for a good, like a week and a half, my passport was just missing because I didn't know if it was in transit or if it got lost or if it was just like stuck somewhere. So I had no idea how to find it. Uh, and I had to tell my mom, like, oh, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make this trip. Luckily, my mom knows someone who who has ties to the visa application and like they know people that work there. Um, so I was able to uh, get them to kind of like expedite my process once they got my visa. So I was leaving on the Saturday of the 18th and my visa only arrived to their office on the Friday of I think it was the 17th. I can't remember the dates, but it arrived on that Friday and I, and I taken that day off luckily. So uh, my aunt had to drove me over there to like go pick it up or whatever. So they expedited the process and up getting it. And then luckily enough, I was able to uh, travel, but yeah, I almost literally didn't even make that trip. And it would have been terrible because I would have been obviously stuck here, miserable doing jack shit. What about you? And then would you've lost your flight? No, I could have just gotten moved to like another day, but obviously that would have sucked because I would have got there later or whatever. But in my mind, I thought I was going to lose my flight though. Cause like, man, I spent like thousands of dollars on this ticket and I'm not even going to be able to go. Like I would have been super depressed throughout this entire uh, vacation if I, if I wasn't able to go, but luckily it all worked out. It was a good trip. Um, had to like hands down, probably one of the best trips I've ever been on just because like every day we had something to do. So there was, like we went canoeing in this place called Volta River um, and like there's tons of parties like the food there is amazing because it's all natural. So you're not eating like processed food. You're getting legit chicken, like legit beef and like fresh coconuts, fresh fruits, yeah. all that shit. So it's all good because there's no pesticides or anything like that. Um, obviously, being on vacation, there's no worries. Like my mom's doing the cooking and stuff. Like I didn't have to cook or anything and like have regular responsibilities. Yeah, my brother and sister were also there. We all took a, a flight together, which is nice. Um, and my sister, fortunately for her, because she runs her own business, shout out to 2020 Skincare. She um, she's still there, so she's there till the end of the month. And honestly, the way that like she's been tripping out there, she might stay there for even longer than the end of the month. Like I feel like she might stay there a little bit into February if she can, possibly. But uh, well. yeah. Yeah, that was another thing too. So like I can't we like when I did come back after the trip, um I was like but like my brother messaged me or not messaged me, but he like read a story a couple of days before we left. And he's like, bro, they're going back into lockdown in Toronto. And I was just like, Are you fucking serious? So I was like, Man, I'm on this nice house vacation and I have to end it by not only going back to work, but on top of that, I'm going back to a lockdown where I can't even enjoy the gym and shit. So that was a huge fucking shot to my not mental health but it sucked to have to come back and be like oh this cold ass weather i gotta work again and now i'm locked down and not even able to enjoy shit oh, so yeah, there was that sure. too and 
Yeah, I think like the trip itself was great. Um, even Chance the Rapper ended up going out there, which is pretty dope. I think the cool thing about Ghana too during Christmas is that like a lot of people from the States and the UK are out there. So I saw a lot of people from there, like even like chatted a couple girls from the UK and stuff like that. So, I mean, that was pretty interesting itself. But the only downside to traveling during this pandemic is the testing. Like the testing is absolutely the worst part. Oh, I know. I paid at least $500 in just testing alone because of how fucking anal they are about getting like PCRs and antigen tests. And then like Ghana too, because it's like, it's still third world. They're like, they still have like corruption in, in their governments and stuff like that. So like they, they were charging, like they charge you to get a test upon arrival. And like the test that we did was an antigen test, which would cost like $40 here, but they charge $150 American to do it there. So it was kind of bullshit in that sense. But yeah, outside of that, everything else was dope. Yeah. Fucking, it's such a headache, man. Cause I was supposed to go to like Philly and New York during Christmas. And I just like, I was on the fence of it. And that was kind of the difference of me not going just all the whole process. And then all of that too. So it was like just the, all the testing and I'm already such a mess when I travel. So I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But then I realized we're just probably have to fucking get used to it for like the next couple of years. So you're just gonna have to deal with it when you travel and do that shit. Um, but I'm not excited yeah. about it. <laughs> Dude, it's the worst. Not only that, like when we were coming back, I got stuck in Washington, DC for a good, like, so we got there at six and our next flight was supposed to be at, I think it was like 10 or something like that. But the layover ended up being another tw- ended up being twelve hours because DC had some unconventional like snowstorm that came through, so that delayed and canceled a whole bunch of flights. So I changed oh. like we changed flights like three to four times during that day until we were finally able to get one from uh, Washington to Toronto. But on top of that, not only it, did the snowstorm stop people from like coming in, so like a lot of pilots weren't able to fly, but as well like Omicron because it was spreading like crazy during that time. A lot of pilots also weren't coming in because of that, like they were sick on leave. So there's like a shortage of pilots able to fly a certain amount of planes. So any kind of disruption literally throws the entire system into a huge flux. Like there was a person who like this one lady who got there. She had an issue where she had to do a test to be able to um, to fly, but the test that she had to take it only like the place is only open at eight o'clock, and her next flight was supposed to be at like seven or something like that. So she basically had to stay another day in Washington to be able to get a a test and then like be able to fly out on the next available flight, which was like the next day for her. So like a lot of people got like stranded or were in like dire situations was. It's completely like shitty. Like that would be yeah. one of the like, worst flying, situations. Flying's already a fuck. Like when you're traving multiple times from like far places, like when I go to South America and that, it's already such a headache. So many times, like missing flights and missing shit and jumping and having like layovers and that, and then you yeah. add like the complications of a pandemic into it. It just gives me anxiety even thinking about it uh, too. So I'm just like, like this thing that's supposed to be part of your vacation is such a nightmare. Like, one of the most yeah. stressful things you can do. Like, we've turned flying into such a fucking inconvenience. Like, it's insane. Um, like Flying's airports already and all been shit because of 9-11 and that stupid foot bomber, too. Like, the fact that we still, to this day, take off our shoes because some, one dude, like, 20 years ago had, like, a fake bomb or had a bomb in his shoe is, like, yeah. ridiculous. Like, you tell me they can't come take, up with a better system than this now? I would take a couple, like, one world trade a year. I would trade that for like easier flying, you know, like three, four thousand. Wait, what? what? One what? <laughs> like one like, bad instance that happens yeah. in the world? You mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. one yeah. once a year to make like flying like easier. <laughs> you know, like, come on. At the end of the day, like I mean, not if it's like, on a, not if it's on a flight though, because like anything happening on a flight would be the scariest shit ever. Like a um, flight, and then what? There was how many people died on nine eleven? Like four thousand or something. Like three thousand, three thousand, yeah, three thousand. Like that's nothing, really. People, people want to be like, "Oh, Corona isn't coming." We've lost sixty thousand people here with that. Uh, so, um, you know, it's. I would try to make flying easier. I, I'd risk it one plane a year. Come on. <laughs> I mean, the odds. The odds I don't are even travel that much. The odds, yeah, I know. The odds are definitely in your favor, but it's just I don't know. I hate the thought of anything going wrong on a flight, especially when it comes to like your health. Like you could die. Like I, I'm. 
that, that always runs through my mind whenever I'm on a plane. I know like flight is one of the safest means of travel, but it still just freaks me out whenever like I, oh, I'm, I'm fine sure. when I'm in I'm fine when I'm in the air. The only time that I really get scared is like when turbulence is pretty bad or on takeoff. Like take the off, feeling yeah. yeah, the feeling of like the pit of my stomach of like the engine just failing when you're taking off is just like scary to me. But it's landing like you feel is like fine. you have no control. Yeah. Yeah. Landing is fine. I, I don't mind landing. It's, it's perfectly fine. And like, I don't get why people clap during that shit, but I'm totally fine with uh, landing. And once you're in there, it's just like turbulence and taking off that, that fuck me over. But yeah, it's completely yeah. irrational, but it, like you're, you're a psycho. If you don't get a little like pit in your stomach, each yeah. time. <laughs> like sociopathy. You're like, I love this part. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man, there is one thing too I want to say because I, I was talking to my friend about uh, about my trip to Ghana, and it's kind of funny. Because, well, it's funny to me now, but it wasn't really funny in the moment because, like, when I was talking about my trip, one of the things that, they, that that he mentioned was you only went to the good places in Ghana, and I was like, yeah, it's a vacation. Like, I'm not going there on a missionary trip to fucking <laughs> cure the worst people that live in the country. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was an arrogant statement to like not arrogant. What is it? Ignorant statement to say like you went to a country and visited like the nicest spots in the country yeah it's a fucking christmas vacation i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go see the i'm not gonna see the worst spots and even when i do i'm not gonna post that post that on my well personally me i wasn't trying to show that like part of it on instagram so like i only showed people on instagram what i wanted them to see but like also i mean you're going that's like Okay, that's like me being that's like you also want to go see your mom right like yeah she yeah, lives yeah. there that's like me like being in toronto and then telling you i was in vancouver and you're like so you didn't just go spend the day on hastings like you know, that's <laughs> yeah, street yeah. i showed you with all the crackheads I'm like, yeah. i want to go see my parents in the suburbs like what like, I, yeah, my, like my family <laughs> lives there what do you mean like exactly I, you, you just go fucking you didn't go to hastings and like hang out there like why the fuck would I do that? Like, what are you talking about? like it'd be, it's different if you go and like you're backpacking. So I think like if you go somewhere for like three months, you should go and like get in everything of the culture. Yeah, you know everything. I mean? exactly, but exactly. it's like Christmas vacation. Like, your family's there and stuff. It's what, what like what? Like uh, yeah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to go fucking cure poverty? I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And- it's it's like your home country too, which is so it's also like it's like you, it's family, like your things are like what do you, I could get it like if I was in Colombia, like when I'm backpacking and people like won't like they'll just stay in a five star hotel for like months yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like you want to be part of the culture and stuff like you're going to family, like it's my home country. Like I'm going to see my family. Like it'd be the equivalent of me going to fucking Vancouver Hastings and like oh, I had to try the heroin. It's a local <laughs> yeah, delicacy. Yeah. Like what <laughs> what? Like <laughs> <laughs> you know just part of the culture yeah I'd be, yeah i would be offended if i was you too like yeah like go see rexdale if you visit toronto or some yeah, shit like yeah. that like what the fuck would i want to do that shit yeah yeah like, <laughs> fucking get a time machine too while you're at it buddy <laughs> um yeah yeah that's yeah I, mean, I can't imagine saying that someone that's like that's my home co- like country like i get it if you're backpacking or something like you know you, you're there for six months type thing but yeah, and the last yeah, time yeah. I was there, I already did all that, like, seeing the rest of the country type shit. So, like, I, I yeah. know what, like, goes on there. It's just, like, this was just a vacation. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on just life. doing that. Yeah, like, I'm going to go multiple times as well, too. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if anyone gets a chance, uh, definitely head out there. Especially if you got money. If you got money, it's fine. Like, that's the yeah. thing. With Ghana, if you got money to spend, like, because the rate of, uh, the currency rate, the currency exchange is definitely in the favor of the Canadian dollar. So you can have a really good time. There are, it's funny enough though, there are certain things. Yeah. The flight, the flight is pretty expensive depending on when you get it. Like Christmas time is the worst time because that's when everyone's going. So that's going to be the most expensive. But if you go any other time of the year, it's still somewhat pricey, but it's definitely cheaper. Like it's way more affordable uh, during the other times of the year. But the funny thing is though too, sorry. Uh, The funny thing is, is that, not all the prices kind of like are in the favor of the Canadian dollar. Some stuff was similar to like Canadian pricing, which was kind of funny to me. So like, yeah. Oh shit. Like this is literally the exact same as if I'm buying it in Canada or like, it was like slightly less. Sorry. I shouldn't say it's the exact same, but it was like slightly less, like, but not enough yeah, to make like that much shit, of a difference. Like, so each country has like weird shit like that. Um, that like, we'll have a few things that are for like insanely expensive. Yeah, like when when I was in Colombia, the cocaine was like 
two dollars for a gram but then <laughs> the the weed was more expensive than weed in vancouver oh yeah that's crazy so but like, i mean it kind of makes sense in a sense no it does make sense but you just like you think or you're like that's nuts so you get a yeah yeah like, gram cocaine for a dollar and then you're paying like a hundred bucks for a nugget of fucking weed you're like well god's decided for me cocaine all <laughs> yeah, yeah. the whole time <laughs> i don't need to sleep for three months man i know what my advice is going to be on this trip <laughs> yeah i honestly would just when people offered it i would just buy it because it was like five dollars like i'd just throw it out because it'd be like a 10 year old kid come up to me he's like you want some cocaine i'm like i mean no i already have enough but <laughs> you're a five-year-old selling cocaine like i should just give you the money and then my friend's like why don't you just give him the money and not take the cocaine i was like that wouldn't be fair either like i have to <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's selling a product i don't want to fucking patronize him dude imagine if you could take that shit over like over the border though like if you could oh, pocket yeah. that like yo if you can get a gram for a dollar and be able to like come back and sell that shit for whatever value it goes for oh yeah, yeah. Like, Bro, there's nothing scarier though there's nothing scarier than like because you just have it everywhere right like people just walk in your hostels and just put it like everyone just had it like it would be like a stick of gum like people just put it down but you fly and all this shit right and me and my friends always like we had to like strip search everything to make sure like we didn't have a a loose loose bag in like our back pocket or something because oh, you go in the yeah, states yeah, and you're yeah, doing yeah like because it's just like literally we just put it in our bags right so if we're busting somewhere then we just throw it all like we, we just had it everywhere but then we're flying in and out and they have like dogs yeah, on the yeah. planes and everything or like like so scared and stuff and a couple times i forgot it it was just in my bag you get to the next country like oh no could be doing a hard time dude that's like yes. my that's one of my biggest fears when flying and it's oh, such an irrational fear too because i'll i'll pack my bag and i know what i packed in there but for some reason as soon as i get to the airport i just have this irrational fear that it's like yo i have a knife in my bag somewhere that i forgot yeah. and they're gonna find it when they check me like i just always oh, yeah. have that thought in my it's, head for some reason it's the same at the border when the so, cops like pull you over and stuff you just get irrationally nervous yeah so i couldn't i couldn't imagine like you guys being like having that much accessibility to cope and then like traveling, I would go crazy because it was like, like that every time. Yeah, I'd be like, there's residue somewhere that they're gonna find. Like I'd go absolutely nuts. It was stressful. Oh. Yeah. Uh let's move on to some other news. 2022, not off to the greatest start in terms of celebrity news. Uh rest in peace to Sydney Portier, the first African American. You I didn't know he passed away? That. No way. <laughs> I think he passed prior to 2022, like a couple of days before it turned into the new year, um, if I remember correctly. But yeah, he passed away, the first African-American to win the Academy Award for Best Actor. Uh, we all know about Betty White. Rest in peace to Betty White. The Golden Girl dies at 99. I think the craziest thing about this story, too, is that she was on People's Magazine cover and she had a story about her turning 100. Um so there's like this idea out, not, not that she purposely died, obviously, but it's like, you know, the comedian in her, the jokester in her would pass away at 99 before like actually hitting the 100 mark when she was on the cover of People's Magazine. So there's like a little bit joke of that. And then last but not least, rest in peace to Bob Saget, the full house dad okay. that we all grew up to love. Um, he was also the voice of Ted Mosley in How I Met Your Mother. And he made one of the best entourage cameos, one of my favorite shows of all time. He was a huge cameo on that show, and he was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, rest in peace to those three major um, contributors. I, people like in Hollywood, people like Betty White, I can't even get upset, man. Like ninety nine, yeah, ninety nine is a great age to live to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, too, that's bro. Way you're not shooting. Too, you're not shooting for a hundo, bro. Man, like, oh my god. Do you I'm have an age about, you want to go at? Yeah, Don't say 30, like, time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking six years past the due date, man. Like, <laughs> I get a time machine just to kill myself. Um, but, no, like, I, like, as soon as, man, I'm already struggling with, like, my body going downhill at this age. Like, we talk about the hangover thing all the time. And yeah, it's, like, yeah, the yeah. aches and pains. Like, the con- consistent, like, if I'm in consistent pain at, like, even 65 type thing, like, pull the plug. Um, like I don't, I don't know just like, or if I'm just one of those people it's like oh like has no sense of humor and is just completely dead on the inside like 
at least like I'm dead on the inside, but I make a go of it. Like, but if I'm just, I offer nothing, I'm just miserable in that. I, I don't know. So like, obviously, know, thing, it's, it's hard to tell with some old people though. Some old people, like they look like they're dead. Like they have no real, like they don't say much. They're just very quiet. They have a really angry look on their face, but they're actually not like upset. It's just, that's just how their face is kind of yeah, fixed at that people. point. In the, but I, yeah. But I know with me, like, I'm just so, like, reliant on my, like, body and, like, all that. Like, I hate feeling that way. So I'm just, like, as soon as I can't. Someone but you want to go in your prime is what you're saying, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. 27 <laughs> was, like, that's truly when I want to go out, man. If, if talking about <laughs> Oh, first, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if it's, I, I'll jinx it, too. Like, so I, I, I'm... Um. Uh, yeah. Like ninety. I can't even when and so even when people like my great grandma died, I'll be like, I sorry, man. Like I, I I don't say anything now because they'll be like, how old? Are like she's like my known as eighty six, and like she's on her last. Like I'm like, what? Like who cares? Like eighty six <laughs> is way too long to live. Like that is borrowed time. I get it if you're it's your parents. When people are like, oh my my great uncle, like he's eighty and he just died. It's like man, like about time. Um, yeah, I, I think if you guys are just rates and you're talking 90 plus, then, then at that point it's a celebration. It's like they live yeah. good life. Like even like 85 plus, like it's a good life at that point. Like you've lived I, I get it. If, you're, if it's your parent or something, that's always going to be sad. Yeah. Like yeah. your connection with them and, you know, you know, even if they're old, I get that. But when people are like some person they don't even know, I'm like, that is, that is way too long for them to be here. Um, you know? So, yeah, that's. That's obviously my take on aging. Uh, but yeah, no, that's crazy. I didn't know. I Bob Sega too. I don't know. I wasn't a big full house guy. Never really a big fan. Didn't really care. Um, so um, I don't know. And just funny, like, and people, people are like, well, it just seems like celebrities are dying. Like, there's a million celebrities. People die. Like people die every day. It's not. Yeah, you know, yeah. people like conspiracy. Some people are like, oh. It's like the vaccine. It's like Betty White was 99. What do you mean this was the vaccine? (laughs) (laughs) Or Bob Sagan, they're like, were you just vats right now? It's like, all right, man. Like everyone in LA is like a fucking cokehead. And you think think it's a vaccine. And people are like, well, there's a lot of celebrities going down right now. It's like, there's like hundreds of thousands of celebrities. People like, there was someone who died in my high school, like almost every year. And that's like with what, like 200 people and stuff. So people just go, it happens. Um, and it just it's so funny how to like out of touch some people are with like reality reality and yeah life, man, it's yeah crazy. like how life works like when people start dying around them because they've never experienced they're like oh my god like something must be going on like it's cursed it's like no you're in a world of six billion people yeah life i don't like up. that either too like another thing that is, that you made me uh remember when you mentioned that is people are like oh 2022 is off to like a terrible start for the year <laughs> Like they're like they're like they're talking about like their year in general. Like their year for 2022 is terrible. It's like, bro, people like people die every day. It's not that crazy. Like just because you know a couple of celebrities have passed away doesn't mean that your 22 is off to a terrible start. It's kind of yeah. It was like, say. oh, he was like America's dad. It's like, well, he wasn't your dad. Like, like how often you go through the day you thought about Bob Saget? Like, we'll just. I mean, some people like, some people might have thought a lot about Bob Saget to be honest. Well, then they deserve to die too. Like, for like people like, oh, like Betty White, like this year's so off to a bad start. And I'm like, oh, we're going to be off to a bad start every year then because people die all the time. Yeah. And this isn't the first year we've had like so major celebrities die at the beginning of the year. No. Man, this year sucks already. It's like, what? This year's over. Cancel this year. Betty White like, doesn't change anything about your life at all. Oh, man. Uh, Let's move on to some more celebrity news. And this one's more pertinent to kind of our lifestyle. So we're going to kind of break this down like line by line. Cause I feel we've both had experience, not with this exact situation, but we had experience with women. So I feel like it's going to be kind of funny to read through this story, but apparently Drake has a bizarre way of presenting, uh, sorry, preventing women from stealing his sperm after sex. So he hooked up with this Instagram model and how he stopped her from having sex was or sorry from not having sex but from using his sperm was to put hot sauce in his condom to prevent her from stealing it and impregnating herself in order to claim child support so according to the instagram 
well, they call her a thotty, but I'm just going to say model. According to the IG model, her and Drake allegedly met up on Instagram. The two of them decided to link. Uh, this happened a few weeks ago. The model and Drake had a romantic encounter, and what happened next was apparently crazy. After the party, they went back to his hotel. They smoked weed for a bit, and he asked her if she wanted to have sex. This is very standard. Nothing, nothing out of the normal here. Everything seems pretty legit. Smoking weed. I don't know. Asking for sex seems kind of odd, but I yeah. guess because he's a celebrity. He's a superstar, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you got to make sure he's to get that consent. <laughs> I'd have consent papers and everything there. Yeah, yeah, like NDAs and all that shit, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess that part's a little bit odd, but not for him. Um, she said she was very intent on ensuring things were consensual. Okay, so yeah. Uh, they started off with a bit of foreplay. Natural. He rubbed and sucked on her titties for a bit. Natural. Okay. <laughs> She gets no. a play-by-play. <laughs> yeah, this is what this is what she wrote down. Oh, I thought this you is what were she was fucking, saying. I thought you were just improvising, man. Like, what the fuck is happening? What are you doing? Oh, this is actually. I was like, yo, you're writing fucking fantasy novels to Drake. Dude. Okay, this. Yo, you know what's funny though is that back in high school, that was my thing to like write novels to girls, not novels, but like you know, like uh, sex. I would write like sex, sex stories. I write sex. <laughs> what did you like to do when I was younger? I like to write sex. I'm so actually surprised you're a normal person now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. I think I just. I think I just hide my like weirdness. It's not. It's not so much yeah. that I'm normal. I just hide my weirdness. I like. I've known what it's done in the past. You're the um, straight guy, but yeah, <laughs> those are the ones that are yeah, no. the most fucked up. MSN, MSN stories like that's what, like when you're like flirting with girls on MSN like I would write them like sex stories and like when phones became more popular I would write like sex like sex and shit like that but that's besides the point so yeah I'm not improvising here whatsoever <laughs> although I can I'm not doing it uh, please don't so yeah he then went to the bathroom and came out with a condom on okay this part's a little bit crazy like I get you went to the foreplay event but why like why did he go to the bathroom and throw on the to throw on the dome, like that's that's a little bit odd. Cause cause you gotta go to the bathroom, you gotta make sure that you're still hard, and like you gotta come back out and make sure that you're still hard. I don't know, that's a lot of yeah, I've, weirdness I've done in terms of, of like, I've had to like I've had to give myself a talk in the bathroom. Like, come on, buddy. Yeah, Let's I mean, I mean, I can understand that part, but it doesn't seem like he was struggling. Like he went to uh, it sounds like he it sounds like he went to the bathroom to put the condom on, like because he was oh. just like scared of putting it on in front of her or some shit. I don't know. Continue with the story, not me. She said he's about seven inches thick and cut. Um, too much information. Didn't really know that, but anyways, uh, they fucked her about twenty minutes. Natural. He mostly hit it from the back and eventually came inside the condom. Very standard. Um, Drake does strike me as a type of person. Well, I mean, from his songs, I would think that he'd probably do a little bit more, but. I guess in this situation, it's an IG model, so you probably didn't give a fuck. So, yeah, hitting it from the back, regular. Immediately after, he went back to the bathroom to dispose of the condom, also normal, because he's a superstar. And the girl tried to scam Drake out of his seat. She immediately went to the bathroom to retrieve the used condom and tried to get a hold of Drake's sperm, possibly to impregnate herself. I mean, it makes sense from a girl who's an IG model. You want to have one of the most richest... up is this though that you just straight up are admitting this like that's so pathetic yeah i know that's also weird too like, that you would post this up on or under you know people I'm, don't have shame these days people honestly people like, like they don't have shame to, anymore they should go to jail like you're creating a human being because you like that's so like think about what because you want money yeah exactly like i don't give up like you i mean imagine your kid finding out like what that's how you had him or them, like, mom fucking ciphered out the fucking, the come out of a condom and spit it back in herself. Like, Jesus Christ, man. That's your, imagine that being your origin story. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah. Actually, so dude, fucked, man. Dude, there's no shame on the internet anymore. Like, people just don't care about the backlash or what other people think. They just wanna, they just wanna go viral. They wanna be famous. They wanna be popular. It's fucked up. Um, but yeah, she, she's, she, uh, she's trying to get that check from Drake month to month, essentially. Uh, but apparently Drake booby trapped the condom. She fished for the condom out the trash and tied it, the opening put it into her vagina, but it felt like hot pouring lava into her vagina. According to her, she screamed, Drake ran into the bathroom. He admitted that he poured a packet of hot sauce in the condom to kill his sperm. And now... 
The IG model is apparently threatening to sue Drake. Don't know how you could win a case like that, but she's threatening to sue him. Um, and then she posted pictures of her pussy online, but I did not Jesus get to see those pictures. Fuck, man. So, yeah. Um, I don't know how you, like, if this story is true, for one, obviously insane, like insanity. We were just discussing that. I don't think, hot, does hot sauce kill a sperm? I don't think that's been proven. No, like it that, just hurt, but I think the sperm is yeah. good to go. Yeah, that sounds like, like the rumor of like or put some spermicide in there or something. Yeah, and that's another thing. That's why I don't. That's why I don't think that this story is true because Drake, which like he's he's had song lyrics where he said that he disposes of them by flushing them. So that's why yeah. I don't think it would make sense for him to put hot sauce in a condom when he knows he could just flush it on the toilet and she would have zero chance of being able to get it. I um, would fucking definitely do that, but not leave my <laughs> sperm in there. Like I just put one. Of just like hot sauce and lotion, yeah, 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 and then yeah, throw yeah. it just like so the girl could be punished, like fucking hopefully so she can't procreate ever again. Um, but yeah, I think like man, if I was a super like yeah flush it or like I would take it with me so I make sure like you know like I just make sure it wasn't even had any chance to be accessed, you know? Yeah, I feel like Drake's already up on that game. Like he's only had one child in thirty four, thirty five years, so I think he knows what he's doing. And even even that one, he still claims it was a fluke. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like these man, this fuck. Like I don't know how we're gonna have this discussion without fucking sounding like slut shaming or whatever. But like the same one with the Antonio Brown thing, the Instagram model who she licked a toilet seat at some point, and she's talking about things um, Antonio Brown like to do, and then the one of them talking about being shit on by OBJ. And stuff like that. It's like, man, like, have some fuck. Like, this is your life. Like, I, like, yeah. I, people, like, that's I respect. Not, this I isn't respect, slut shaming. This is just like regular shaming. Girl, can, like, a, you know, I respect like a cam girl, anyone like that, that more than I do these, the people who like tell bullshit stories and do that, like that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are the people I respect the least out of like any human being. You know what I mean? Like some cam girls, they hustle, they work hard, they market themselves. But like these ones are just trying to use a human baby to to get the bag. Another human being are just like despicable. Yeah, that's pretty. It's it's pretty fucked up. And like I said, people just don't have shame these days. Like they're all just doing it for either clout or to become viral or to become somewhat famous. And a lot of that shit's not even gonna last. Like, so I don't know. In, in that situation, in a bad way. Yeah, exactly. In this situation, I could see, like, obviously, you're going to get a bag for another 18 years if you're able to possibly do this. And this has been around for years. Like, women have been trying to do this forever. But it's just the fact that, like, she even came out with it. And now, like, she's trying to sue Drake. Like, you're not going to get anything from trying to sue Drake for this situation if it happens to even be true. So good luck with that. But, yeah, we're we're times we live in. Um, yeah, I hope fucking... I hope she can't ever have kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the kids' sake, to be honest, no, you you might be right about that. Like, yeah, I don't want to wish that on anyone, but for the kids' sake, that's a problem. Man. I, I can see people that. are outbreeding like smart people. <laughs> the smart one, <laughs> yeah, reasonable people are fucking. Take, no one wants to bring a child into this place, and idiots are the ones who are like, "Yeah, let's do it." It's like Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. So that's just oh, that's just me. I was in a good mood too. I don't know why the story fucking ruined my day. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah! I don't know. I saw in there just all the jokes. It's pretty, pretty funny. Um, on to some more celebrity news. This one's going to be some good celebrity news, though. Kanye West has a documentary coming out called Genius, 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 like Genius, yeah, Y U S. So this, to me, like I think we're definitely repeating 2022 part two again. Um, just because I have the same thing about this documentary that I had waiting for Michael Jordan's The Last Dance to drop on Netflix. And I feel like we're probably, well, I mean, we are in lockdown. We're not going to get out anytime soon. This is supposed to drop February 16th. So it's going to be a huge event to just kind of watch it. Uh, but it is a three week event. So I'm assuming that each week they're going to drop an episode. 21 years in the making. That's a long ass time. I always find it peculiar how they even decide to even start something like this. Like, you don't know what Kanye was necessarily going to be. I mean, there was a point where, obviously, after the first album, you can tell he's going to be somewhat of a star. But it's like, 
at what point do you go, hey, let me start reporting this documentary about his life? Um, I think some of it is his own footage as well, too. Like he was recording his own journey. So I think that's yeah. where they were able to grab some. But, but yeah, this is uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm definitely obviously being a huge Kanye fan. I definitely want to see some of the things that happened in the past, like the making of Through the Wire when he had his jaw shut. I hope that happens to make it in here because that's one of my favorite Kanye songs of all time. And just to see how he was able to do that process um would be very interesting same with his line about him making five beats a day for three summers i want to see like his like his work ethic before he he blew up to see if it was actually to that um the jesus walks creation i want to see how he made that song him splitting from rockefeller or sorry spitting for rockefeller like when he first got signed like he did have to show that he was a rapper. Um, so I want to see how that kind of went down. And then, like, even some of his ex-girlfriends. I want to see what kind of girls he was dating back in the day as well, too. And I feel like it'd be an interesting story to hear, like, some of their stories and their perspectives. On, I mean, if they happen to make it into this documentary. But just, like, other people's perspectives on Kanye West before he became super famous would be super interesting. Because he's had such a career where it's been, like, a roller coaster of ups and downs. And, like, so many things have changed. Um, obviously one of the most infamous things is like the George Bush doesn't care about black people shit. One of the greatest scenes ever on like news history. So that type of stuff is, is going to be interesting, but what would, what would you want to see in this documentary? Well, so I, I mean, everything I, I didn't, obviously I'm really excited about it. And I've, I've been following Kanye like since I remember like when he made his first, um, feature on Blueprint 2 and I saw him like fe- he produced H the Izzo and stuff so that was like 2001 and that and um, the- before he even had Through the Wire and all that I kind of knew who he was so I've been a huge huge stan uh, one of the good things about him always being being a narcissist and like so sure of his superstardom is I'm sure there's lots of film and recordings and stuff of him of himself and um he was around like the Rockefeller team too as a producer in that before he was even a rapper. So there'll be more footage, I think of him just cause he was around Jay and Dame a lot before he was even somebody. So and then I think, yeah, like he just kind of seems like he'll have lots of film when he's younger. I've watched the long trailer in that and it looks like there's lots of stuff when he was like, before he's like famous in that. Um, there's some, there's some classic stories about him kind of him and what some of the stunts he pulled and like when he introduced himself to Chappelle um, like and told him he's going to be super famous and stuff like that so I kind of want to see a film from when back then hopefully there's some stuff we haven't seen before and just kind of see his personality and the the comparison from like back then to now because the evolution of Kanye is absolute fucking roller coaster Um, so so the whole thing will be good and um, I actually have some friends in the film industry who know about him we're like working on it and stuff too and Kanye always puts out good work so I'm sure it um will be will be really good so wait does Kanye have a lot of involvement in this or is it more so like they just grab the footage that he that, have now like is he producing on this uh it looks I can't see him not having well if he has any the things if he has if he does have involvement in it so I can't see him not being super involved you know what I mean true yeah like that's just him like i just can't he's such a control freak and stuff too so if this is a green if this is greenlit by him and not some like story told by someone else then i think it's going to be very created by kanye like if he has any put input in it it's going to be a lot because that's just his personality type i think we've all seen that um so that's i mean obviously i'm just speaking out of guessing but that's that's how i see it and feel about it um but yeah yeah, I can see that. I can see, him, I can see him being pretty involved in it just because of who he is as a person and him him wanting to put out that same like a, a certain image about himself that he wouldn't want. Like like if he if he left it in someone else's hands, he wouldn't want them to portray him in a way that, you know, would yeah. kind of like tarnish his look. So Which is honestly though, kind of like that's the one thing, even with like the the Michael Jordan one too. Those are the one things when you have too much involvement of them though, it's, it becomes their story and like not as like you know what actually happened in that too yeah i I mean i think the mike one was pretty close to like obviously mike was the star of the documentary but i think it was fairly like representative of everyone who was involved like everyone got or the people who needed to got their own episodes and stuff so i don't think it was completely 
around Mike. It was just more so, yeah, it was more so focused on him. But I think everyone else kind of got their yeah. their viewpoints. The only, person was, the only person who was, like, really mad about it was, like, Scotty Pippen and I think a couple other Bulls who are – I think a couple like, people didn't Bulls, make but, it, though. Like, they didn't get put on it, like, should have been and stuff. True. Like, but that's the only thing. But, yeah, it was still obviously really good and well done and stuff, too. So, obviously, I'm super pumped at all. I'll be watching it first day. Yeah, February 16th, that's two days after Valentine's. So I don't know where I was going with that. But if you don't have any Valentine's Day plans, I guess you can you can wait on this comedy documentary. Yeah, both our fucking lonely asses will be <laughs> counting down. Oh, man. Day. Hey, I mean, I don't have, well, yeah, for, for that, for sure. At least I don't have to pay anything for uh, Valentine's Day. Say for Valentine's Day, I know. In that respect. Yeah, Usually I break up with the girl right before Valentine's Day. <laughs> <He's coming. laughs> That's Get a good day together. to go out, though, too. I, I think I always mention this, but Valentine's Day is a great day to go out because a lot of women are very lonely and yeah. <laughs> and want some companionship. Although this Fine. year it falls on a Monday, so there's no... Uh, and we're in, we're in lockdown, so there's no... Uh, there's no saving grace for this year. But yeah. if it falls on a weekend, it's a perfect day to go out. Uh, it's so hard to right now meet like me, meeting people in public is just not happening. Yeah, like, I don't meeting people when you're out in that. Yeah, it's hard because you don't really want to approach them because you don't know like how they feel about the whole uh, big situation. It's masks, too. You don't even know half the time what they look like. Yeah, it, 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 it's cool in the sense of like if you're at a party, then it makes sense too because you're having conversations with people. But if you go out to a bar, I feel like it, like that whole approaching a girl at the bar thing is kind of a little bit dead for the most part. Yeah. Like but when we were back out. Not. What? No, I was just going to say when we were back out, I remember like, I would like if it was a club setting I could approach. But if it was like a bar where you're sitting down, normally I would like either be at the bar talking to someone or just chilling. But even then, I was like, nah, it's probably not the wave to kind of, like, go over to a table and start chatting up random people during a pandemic type shit, so. Bro, the very first night that we had a, they opened up the bars here and went no mask for a couple weeks, a guy walked up to me and spat in my mouth. Like, very first person who talked Oh, yeah, you mentioned the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It was the close talker, and I was like, bring fucking mask back right now. Yeah, that's disgusting. Oh my god! And, uh, just uh, I'm wearing a mask for the rest of my life, even if the pandemic goes away. Yeah, spit in general is disgusting. Like getting one of the like you said, one of those close talkers who like spits on your face or whatever yeah. is already oh. disgusting. But now in a pandemic, that's like double. Like it's double nasty at that point. So, uh, yeah, nuts. All right, real <sighs> quick, final story. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is getting a reboot, and I don't know. I don't necessarily I'm not opposed to it because they're taking a completely different route with this one. Uh, and I feel like there's two sides to this. Like one is to keep classics alone, just never touch them, which I'm mostly following that camp. Uh, but there have been like some reboots that have been successful. And I feel like this one could be just because they are taking a different so route. Different. The, the only thing though, is that like the original show, whilst it was a sitcom, so there was like a lot of comedy, is that they did still touch on serious matters, so there was still there was still drama involved in it. And yeah. It did happen to have that like darker side to it, uh, but this show seems like it's taking like the more so we're in the age of drama, so it's like it's going straight drama. I don't know how much comedy is going to be involved in it. I think obviously dramas do need some funny parts, but I don't know. It'll be an interesting balance in kind of how they do it. The only gripe I have about them doing this reboot though is that. They're using the same characters and like the same names. I think that part's a little bit weird. Like I wouldn't mind if they kind of did like a new series where they brought kind of new characters to live in Bella or something like that. But I think it is a little bit odd that they're using like the exact same names, exact same characters. And they're just like switching obviously the actors and stuff. Cause that part's a little bit iffy to me. Like when I'm looking at these characters, like Will, like Will was Will because he wanted his name to be on the show. So like, that's why he called himself Will in this. But I don't know. From the trailer that I saw, it looked pretty good. Like, I'm not really opposed to them doing this. This is one of the few shows where I'm like, okay, this kind of makes sense on the direction that they're having me going in. So it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing with this and how they end up bouncing it. But see, I'll, I'll give always, it a shot for sure. I always understand. Like, I always had that reaction to, like, oh, a remake and stuff. But then I looked at it reasonably. I'm like, 
for me, I'm like, that's a, I'm like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't, when they make remakes and they're shitty, I forget they even exist two weeks later. So, like, yeah, that's, I'm like, that's oh, awesome at first, too. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm not going to like one Spider-Man because I didn't, like, it really doesn't affect me if, like, a remake is shit. Like, the Ghostbusters won't stop the other Ghostbusters from being good or, yeah. like, any of that. I'm like, once you get past this, like, just weird, like, thought that doesn't even really make sense, like, it really doesn't. If it's bad, it's bad, and you never watch it again. It doesn't taint the Fresh Prince we already have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, and then if it's good, then, or, like, even half, half, if it's half as decent, it's a half-decent show for me to watch, and I still have my original Fresh Prince. So once I started looking at things like that with the remake the last couple of years, it's been a lot easier. I'm like, okay, obviously this isn't nearly as good, but it's still, if it was standing alone on its own, it would still be a show I'd watch, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I, I think one so gripe that people have with the remake, and it kind of makes sense, is that it's just the laziness of, like, Hollywood just kind of rehashing the same... Well, this is a different story, in a sense. Yeah, Hollywood's have lazy one with, but, like, originals, though, too. I mean... Hollywood's, like, lazy with original shows and stuff, too, though. Like, there's so much bad television out there that's, like... But there's so much Stand good up. television, though, that's not comparable to other stuff. Like, I think television is different because we're in the golden age of TV. Like, TV now is, like, super popping. Like, you can find yeah. a lot of good TV shows. I think it's and more so the find, film. Like, shows on YouTube and stuff. Like, you can just, like, everyone has access to everything, too. There's so much competition. Yeah, I think the remake is more so the issue with, like, well, this isn't a movie. But in terms of movies, I can definitely see people having an issue with them doing remakes for movies because Hollywood movies seems to be the area where they struggle the most in terms of coming up with new ideas a lot of the times they just like to rehash the same stories over and over again on something that happens to work so i can see them being upset with that but yeah i guess with this with the remake like you were saying it doesn't tarnish the old legacy if this happens to be shit so i'll give it a shot for sure yeah and apparently will smith's for it too right yeah will smith's involved in it and he's uh he's definitely Although Will Definitely, fucking uh, fell off, man. Watching him get old <laughs> made me uncomfortable. There was like yeah, one where he's, he's like, he's a weird transition. Yeah, to his, uh, I, yeah, and he's like, and I don't know, just seeing him like like do showing off his proud dad bod, and then there's one he's at the gym and like he accidentally ripped a, f- a fart and stuff, and I'm like, I'm just like, wow, watching Fresh Prince turn into like an old kind of gross man is not the dream. Oh. Yeah, Oops. I mean that's a, that's the age we're in now, though, because we're all accessible to the internet. So I don't know. Aging on the, inter- age on the internet is, is a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. the then this show will. Yeah, yeah. Like they've just seen this guy like fucking turn turn into my dad on Instagram. Is no bueno for me, man. Yeah, aging on the internet has not been graceful for quite a few people, man. Yeah, that's it's just like he's in my brain. He's still the smooth, like Mike Lowry from uh, Men in Black type thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sorry, but uh, he's so far, so far from removed now. Yeah, and the fucking ripped guy who was on the fuck the you know that all his movies or whatever and stuff, and then just seeing him be this guy whose wife plays him on TV on public all the time and stuff gets cheated on and. Gets like a dad. Oh bar yeah, I totally forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah. I just like dra- yeah. Like, Jada Pinkett has completely sued his uh, image as well too. Yeah, I forgot about I was, that. Honestly, like most people, I'm like okay, people just but the way like Will got like Will, like everyone loves you, Will, and like Jada, like car. Like, yeah, like, have some yeah, self respect, yeah. my man. It's like you're Will, like you're not a regular dude, and he's still fucking simping for her. So I'm just like, yeah, it's, he is his image for me like the last he was my favorite like act like i was a will smith stand and the last couple of years have been very hard for me yeah <laughs> still, i can imagine that minute. too i can definitely see you looking up to will smith as a yeah. young as a young mixed kid yeah all right yeah, talk, then you go into like an all-white fucking rich school and stuff and all right here we are <laughs> oh man uh like, yeah, yeah that'll uh I think they'll do it for episode 114 of the Pops Culture Broadcast. As always, guys, if you do a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Really helps us out to get caught in the algorithm, so we do appreciate all the listeners who happen to review and rate. And yeah, 
We will see you guys next week. Peace. Adios. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.